Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Let us go back to a time when Jesus walked the earth as a man. His disciples journeyed with him. Each day they did life together. Yet Jesus would often go to a secluded place, away from the crowds and be alone with his Father in heaven. There were times when the disciples were privy to those moments. They recognised that the way Jesus prayed was very different to their concept of prayer. They therefore said, Lord, teach us to pray. Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let us look at each aspect of Jesus' response to Lord, teach us to pray. Number one, our Father who is in heaven. In response to the request, Lord, teach us to pray, Jesus reveals to his disciples that his relationship, intimacy and oneness with God the Father is for them to receive, experience and possess. Jesus affirms their identity as a child of God in saying, Our Father. Their identity is a direct result of being in relationship with him. They had received him as their Lord and Saviour. Therefore, they also received God the Father, as they are one. The disciples were yet to understand this truth and live in the reality of it. Yet Jesus declares, Our Father. He is saying, my Father in heaven is your Father too. As you are my disciples, you inherit all things, including my relationship with God the Father. To think that the oneness that Jesus and the Father have is ours to have, that same intimacy and position that Jesus possesses is for ours to possess too. This is beyond all human reason. How could we believe and receive such a deep revelation? God in his great love made a way for us that even our doubting flesh could not deny. It is our choice whether we receive Jesus' sacrifice or reject him. In rejecting Jesus, we simply reject God the Father. In receiving Jesus, we receive the Father and his Spirit within. We also receive that same oneness and relationship that Jesus has with the Father. Our Father, 
our Father in heaven. Oh, that we may live in that reality. Each day we can engage with our Father in heaven. Any moment, at any time, no matter where we are in this world, no matter where we are on our journey with him, just as Jesus did all those centuries ago, to hear our Father whisper that he loves us, is well pleased with us, and that we are his most precious jewel, his beloved, so special. I treasure hearing his voice, having his spirit transforming me within and each day receiving a greater revelation of him, living in a continual love feast with the Lord God Almighty, yes, in this world damaged by evil. All of it is a work of him, so amazing, so marvellous, so wonderful is he. Our Father in heaven. By his spirit, may those words go deep into our hearts and be our everyday reality. Number two, hallowed be your name. Jesus is revealing the Father and his kingdom. Father God is the Lord God Almighty. He is holy, holy, holy. And through praying this prayer, his disciples acknowledge and declare to the powers that God is holy, all-powerful, eternal, and ever-present. In the Old Testament, God reveals himself to a people as holy. To those who were called by his name, he declared, you are holy, a chosen people. However, his name was not hallowed by those who said they were his, and many chose to walk away. They worshipped gods made of human hands, defiled the land and profaned his name among the nations. Yet through the prophet Ezekiel, God declared that one day he would gather his people from the nations, cleanse them, and as a result vindicate the holiness of his great name. The hallowing of the Father's name means the arrival of his kingdom. Jesus is saying, Righteous Father, Holy Father, may your name be hallowed throughout all the earth. May everything we do hallow his name, for his kingdom has come in Jesus. In reverence and respect we can speak to him. Listen to him, worship him, be engaged with his heart, knowing that his kingdom has come in Jesus, and let it rule and reign and be a reality in our life. As we surrender to him and let him transform us, each day receiving more of him, we are hallowing his name, letting him do the work by his spirit in Jesus' name to the glory of our Father. Number three, your kingdom come. Jesus taught, preached, demonstrated, and is the embodiment of God's kingdom on earth. In his response, Lord, teach us to pray. 
Jesus is declaring over his disciples the reality of the kingdom here on earth. It is to engage with our Father and hear his heartbeat. Jesus preached the good news to the poor, healed the brokenhearted, proclaimed liberty to the captives, gave sight to the blind, broke the chains of oppression, and declared at the time of his first coming it was the beginning of all these things taking place. Today we still live in that period. It is the appointed time by God, the acceptable time of his favour. This side of Jesus' death on the cross, his resurrection, ascension and spirit outpouring, Jesus' mission continues through his disciples. Each one of us has been given his identity, his name, his power and authority, and a part in his healing mission. Number four, your will be done. When we pray, we engage with the heart of our Father and are empowered to know his will. In surrender of self-will, we can receive more of him. By his Spirit, we become one with him. To know and experience more of his unconditional love, liberating truth and transforming power. Jesus said, when you pray these words, know and declare his will. This is not some form of Christian magic. God does not need us to declare his will for his will to be done. He is greater than all things. Yet he chose us to be part of his wonders. And through our surrendered hearts and minds, his will is done. In the heart-mind condition of surrender, the transforming power of God freely flows. God's will is that none should perish, yet because he so loves, he gave everyone a free choice. To receive Jesus as Saviour and King, or reject Jesus. His saving purpose plan before the beginning of time is to gather together in one all things in heaven and earth, in Christ Jesus, under his rule and reign. God in Christ Jesus restores harmony and peace to the universe. In him we are one with him. Jesus' response not only reveals the will of the Father and his kingdom, but empowers every disciple to be part of his wonders. These are not empty words to be recited as a religious ritual. They are rich with revelation and truth. Let us go deeper. Number five. Give us this day our daily bread. God knows our weaknesses and how we think. As a result, he protects us from our own failings and self by giving us enough grace for each day. Each day is a journey to come to him, engage with him, surrender our will and receive more of him. Let us sit at the feet of the master and listen to him. Jesus knew the value of always being engaged with his Father, our Father, 
Jesus knew our need to receive fresh manna from heaven, a deeper revelation of him, fuller transformation and a greater empowerment from him. We cannot thrive on yesterday's encounter, provision and miracle. There is always more with God and each day is a new day for more of him. In the natural, we need to regularly put fuel into our bodies, eat and drink for the day is long. The same in the spiritual. We need to be in a continual state of receiving from him, drinking in his presence and fueled by being surrendered to his will. It is our Father's will to give us each day our daily bread, to amaze us and astound us. Therefore, let us be reminded to make our time with him each day our first priority, not as a religious obligation, but as a necessity to receive and possess what he freely gives, all of himself. In Jesus' words, we acknowledge, know and trust that God provides and we are totally dependent on him. Number six, forgive us. It's important to understand that Jesus is speaking to his disciples who have a Jewish mindset. He is revealing to them in a Jewish style of reasoning the heart of Father God and the reality of his kingdom. God is in an eternal state of forgiveness. Forgiveness for God is part of who he is. He does not need us to forgive others for him to forgive. To help us receive this revelation, Jesus told a story on forgiveness. A servant received forgiveness of a vast debt. It was completely cancelled by his master. He was not transformed by that experience because he did not let go of the offences done to him. From God's perspective, the two are not conditional, as the servant received forgiveness. However, for us to be able to receive that forgiveness and be transformed by the experience, they are intricately linked. From our perspective, for us to be able to receive his forgiveness, we need to know that someone has paid the cost. And Jesus sacrificed himself and became our substitute to pay the cost so we could believe and receive God's forgiveness, which is always available. When we live in this reality, we can forgive others as Jesus paid the cost for them too. When we forget we are forgiven, we hold on to offences done to us. We hold people accountable. Jesus powerfully teaches us to let go of all offences done to us so that we can receive his forgiveness and be transformed by the experience. Number seven, lead us not into temptation. Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness on our behalf. He came to identify himself with us so that we could identify ourselves with him. God did not lead him into temptation, but into our wilderness, where Satan tested him. 
Jesus did not need to be tested. However, he subjected himself to the full human condition so we could receive and believe his full victory. Unlike humanity, Jesus did not succumb to any one of the three temptations. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. He never used his own power for his own self-glory or gain. For us to pray, lead us not into temptation, reveals our will is now one with the Father's will. That we do not want to enter into temptation. We do not want to partake of temptation. We know and believe that God the Father does not tempt us or lead us down that path. Jesus is very powerfully breaking through false perceptions of God and self. The reality is God leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. He renews and transforms and gives life everlasting. In him the powers of the flesh and evil are broken. Yes, it is a daily journey to live in the past reality of Jesus' victory, in the present reality of our everyday life in this world damaged by evil. Lord, teach us to pray. Number eight, deliver us from evil. Our Father has delivered us from the powers of evil and self. Yet evil is still present. Everything of God's world has been corrupted. However, in Christ Jesus, in the fullness of time, all things will be one in him. Evil will be eliminated. As for now, he has delivered us from evil and eternal death. And as we live in this reality, we testify to those powers of Jesus' victory. Jesus' response to Lord, teach us to pray, is an intimate and deep revelation of our relationship with him and our Father in heaven, reflecting the power and glory of his eternal kingdom. Jesus said, This is our Father's kingdom. This is my kingdom. This is your kingdom to live in now and forevermore. We have a place, identity, and position given to us as a result of receiving him. Each day is a new day to receive him more. Living in the reality of his kingdom of forgiveness and freedom, equality and respect, victory and transformation. A reality where his love, truth and power rules and reigns in our everyday lives. Heaven and earth will become one. His name will be hallowed by all throughout eternity. His will and kingdom will be fulfilled. For this is his kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.